Well, hello, a very good day to you. Welcome to this devotion on a series we've called Follow Me. We're going through the book of John, and we're in chapter 19. We're talking about what it means to be a follower or disciple of Jesus, what it means to deny ourselves, and take up our cross daily, and to follow him. As we look at John chapter 19, which is all about the crucifixion, I come to the conclusion sometimes that I'm done trying to follow Jesus because this is one place I cannot follow him to. I cannot follow Jesus to the cross. You know, follow me is one of the most famous things Jesus ever said, said, and he said it quite a few times, over 20 times actually. One of the times he said it to Peter, and Peter said, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, where I'm going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow me after. Peter said, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I'll die for you. And then Jesus said, will you really lay down your life for me? And then he said the famous line of, truly I say to you, the rooster will not crow until you have denied me three times. We spoke about that this weekend, this past weekend, the 30th of April, um, with Pastor Ray at our 9 a.m. service. He preached about this. Well, when Peter says he will lay down his life for Jesus, he thinks he's willing to die to save Jesus. Could anything be more backwards than that? Sadly, our thinking is often as twisted. Maybe Peter also thought, thought that he died to follow Jesus in order to save himself, to make him some sort of a martyr or hero. Like Peter, we make all kinds of bold promises or statements to God, even bonds. Some people enter into unspoken or unnecessary covenants with God that truly become a curse. We talk about living for Jesus and even dying for Jesus. We talk about working on our relationship with God or getting right with God. I don't, I don't like those phrases at all. All these things are simply vain attempts to follow Jesus. Jesus says where he goes, we cannot go actually. We cannot go to the cross. God is clear that you know, he will not share his glory with another. We can read that in Isaiah 42. This ultimately means that God won't let you go to the cross with Jesus. God is more gracious than that. We could not handle the glory of playing even the tiniest part in our own redemption. Even the faith we need to say yes to Jesus is a gift he gave to us. We are gifted salvation and faith. And that is truly generous and awesome. But the glory of winning, of being the champion, is something we cannot participate in. That is something God will not share with us. He loves us too much for it, actually. He knows that it would ruin us, that sort of glory. There will always be a kind of Christian or kind of believer who will try to get you to follow Jesus to the cross. Maybe you've done this to yourself. Maybe somebody's done this to you. Especially when you sin or when you fall in a way, we call it falling, or do something wrong. Previously, when I failed miserably, some people rushed to tell me, okay, there uh, are a hundred different ways in which you can make right with God, or even in a way like, I feel like you're atoning for your sin, or to, or to get back with God in a way. That's very unbiblical, I'd say. Trying to save ourselves comes so naturally, though. It's like breathing. My relationship with God is broken because of my sin, and now we think it's up to me to fix it. 
So on we go to Calvary or to the cross of Jesus. It's time to pay up with our guilt and our shame. Such nonsense. Perhaps then we think we've bled enough before God and he'll forgive us and our friends will accept us again and, and we can be, be around other people again. Oh, they might know. And foolishly, foolishly, I think we all try this and thankfully God has none of that sort of thing. So no new crosses of condemnation, no new crowns of shame are welcome at the cross. It's only our sin condemned in Jesus' body. No one else's. Salvation is a work Jesus does. The payment for our sins and our transgressions is done totally outside of us and apart from us. Our sin goes with him and we must stay behind. Just as he said to Peter, follow me afterwards. Jesus goes to the cross solo. And just like Peter, we deny God in the echo of all of our misguided promises to him. Lord, I'll do this and I'll do that. And pretty soon we fail. But Jesus lives for us and totally abandoned, he dies for us. And that is actually what working on our relationship with God really looks like. It's beautiful and it's complete, but it's by his blood. And you have nothing to do with it. Now that is truly awesome. The gospel is a permanent, non-return, restoration gift. There's nothing for us to do at Calvary. There's nothing for you at the cross. There's only for us, there's nothing for you to do at Calvary. Only something for you to believe and to receive freely. We're all going to die someday, I guess, but not for our sins. We'll die to gain everything Jesus prepared for us. Everything Jesus won, the champion won for us, by himself, without you and without me, but for you and for me. So I'm done. Will you join me? I'm done trying to steal some of God's glory, actually, by paying for my own sins sometimes, with shame, with guilt, by going to the cross and nailing them on there. I'm done trying to follow Jesus to the cross. He says, I'm not allowed to. He goes there alone so that we never have to. How awesome is that? There's one place to which we cannot follow Jesus, and that is to the cross because he does it for us. I'm done trying to follow Jesus, are you? How about the statement as a wrap-up? The statement Jesus makes is say, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength. Can you truly do that? I must say, I might feel alone here, but I can't even do that. I can't, can I really love God with my whole heart, with my whole soul, with all of my strength? And sometimes we punish ourselves and we fall short of that. But praise be to God, because he's made a way for us to do that. That God, through Jesus, gives us and gives you the love with which to love him. And when it comes to following Jesus, he gives us the faithfulness we need to follow him. That without his Holy Spirit, we could not truly love him fully, nor could we follow him faithfully. So join me after the cross. We will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. 
And with his help, we will love him fully and we will follow him faithfully. I trust this has blessed you today. Would you share it with somebody? Give it a like and let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful that your Holy Spirit has been poured out because of what Jesus did. Father, I pray that for people who are stuck in condemnation or shame or or thinking that they must somehow go bleed at the cross with you, would you release them from that lie? And that they might look upon you, the one who was pierced, and truly worship you for doing that in our place so that we do not have to. And then, Jesus, thank you that we can join you after the cross, after the resurrection, in newness of life, where you give us the love with which to love you, and by your grace you give us the faithfulness with which to follow you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a lovely weekend, Father's House. We'll see you at all of our services. Cheerio.